0: This is the mouthpiece podcast, and this week, boxing risk it. It risk it all. It really does. What I feel like I'm saying that it risk it all. It risks it it's all. No, it risk it all. That's what that quote is. I said it correctly. What do I question myself? Um, it risk it all this week. It really does, and I don't think it's that big of a risk. That's what I. If I say that, I, I don't think it's that big of a risk. But is it a risk that necessarily needs to be taken? I don't know. But let's just break down the fight. You know what I mean? You got Floyd Mayweather versus Logan Paul, who's the worst of the Paul brothers when it comes to boxing. Um, he's not very good. He just isn't. He's just not very good. Um, you can lie to yourself. You know what I mean? He can lie to you, I guess, if you don't know what you're looking at. And maybe you saw some of the stuff. And maybe you can be deceived. It's, it's, it's I told you, fighting is interesting because you don't know a lot of people that do it no one does no one really knows a lot of people that do that, that box or have never been in the gym or consistently done it at least so it's kind of like one of those things where if you see a seven year old like i don't know play a sport that a lot, a lot of people play uh let's just say like let's say you never played basketball before and then you see a seven year old play basketball and he's like all right he's pretty good you know what i mean then you'll be like damn this guy's limited with this kid because he's never seen him before you've never seen it at a level where you're like okay well no this kid's just average right this is just what people look like when they're all right at basketball at this age but that's what it is it's like everybody's looking at logan paul compared to like the gronk brothers and all that and they just are building them up in their head but the, i've seen the KSI fight like we've seen that we have the evidence the dude's just and he keeps saying like he's like some kind of superior athlete he isn't this guy didn't like ever play a, a sport now he was a good high school wrestler there's a thousand good high school wrestlers i don't understand this isn't like go to any high school there's like a good wrestler there yeah, I don't know. Like even when Ben Askren was talking to him about like wrestling, he was just like, "Oh, all right." Like he thought maybe he won better guys. He didn't. Like the guy he mentioned, right? The guy he brought up, he's like, "All right, yeah, like that guy's cool, I guess." You know what I mean? Like I don't know. Like, um It's not uh, you know, he's not like really that high level of an athlete. Like he's a good athlete for like an average dude. Yes. For an average dude, he's a good athlete. But that's, like, that's what I'm saying. Like, you're comparing Floyd Mayweather to an average a good, a dude, a guy that's good at, like, if he went to LA Fitness right now, he'd be, like, he's an af- athlete compared to the people at LA Fitness. Probably not even, like, all of them. Honestly, some good athletes at LA Fitness. Um, So, all these things, right, to, to, to deceive you, to throw you off. There is one real one, though, the size advantage, right? But I'm not even sure Logan Paul hits hard. I've seen no evidence that he hits hard, but supposedly he hits hard. Um, but there's a size advantage, and it's about 40 pounds, and that's huge, it really is, it's big, it's a big weight advantage, but I don't think if Floyd Mayweather's never been in a ring with a guy this big before, I, I just, I can't imagine that, and especially in this training, he probably was like, alright, well give me a guy that's like, alright boxer, that's this size, and he probably boxed him and felt like, okay, this is what this feels like, I'm familiar with it, and Logan Paul's the uh, and Floyd was only plus 900 logan paul's only like i mean i'm sorry uh, floyd mayweather's only minus 900 and logan paul's like plus 550 luis arias is a bigger underdog to jared hurd than logan paul is to floyd mayweather that's just showed you that i told you sometimes like the for when it comes to fighting or when it comes to f- gambling on fights that sometimes they don't even know what to make of these things and plus 900 for floyd I guess it's free money. It is. And I, I think that gives away my f- fake money free, uh, you know, my uh, real bets, my fake money real bets segment maybe. But it's free money, um, especially because if it goes to the decision, they're not even going to announce a winner right, now the re- I did read, I did read the, bio. I'll go over that when the fake went. The, what the hell the bet works, but they're not even going to announce a winner, they are going to do 10-ounce gloves, so that just shows you that Flo- Floyd, everything's going to be okay by Floyd, there's not anything that Logan Paul's going to demand here, so if it was 10-ounce gloves, right, you know, it said 12, now it's 10, that was at the request of Floyd, that's because Floyd knows he wants to go for a knockout in this fight, and he knows that if he has 12-ounce gloves versus a big guy like that, it might be a little too hard to get the knockout, especially in eight rounds right so I think Floyd knows that he wants smaller gloves so he could break up his face because what if he maybe he can knock him out right maybe we're gonna find that out I think that's like honestly the biggest question in this fight is if a guy that big and a guy it's so lower in skill right can he still be knocked out by a smaller man like Floyd Mayweather I think yes but maybe not but I do expect Floyd to break up his face and I expect them the refs to be like quick on this one right so let's see what does Floyd do is he gonna toy with him for the first few rounds is he gonna make? Is Floyd gonna make a sham of this whole thing, right? And just toy with them and let them work off his arms? Or is Floyd gonna go in there to kill, right? Is he gonna go in there to embarrass? And I would think that he, when it comes to Logan Paul, he should go in there to embarrass and kill. Like, I think that, and I don't mean like literally kill, I mean like knock him out. Because what does he gain for going rounds with him? Nothing. And I don't think anyone wants the fight to go around. I think people want to see. Either you want to see Logan Paul knock out Floyd, or you want to see Floyd knock out Logan Paul. I don't think there's any in between here. That people like, I just want to see a good fight. I don't think anyone's going into this saying, I just want to see a good fight. So I think Floyd should go in there and look to put it on him, and not mess around or anything like that. I, I really don't. I, I I think that for boxing's sake, why take the chances, and why why embarrass the sport? Like if you're the superior guy, then show you're a superior guy. If you can take this fight. You can get paid. Then reward the fans of boxing. I already said what Logan could do on this. He's going to have to get, he's going to have to push Floyd to, I expect Logan to, you know, try a a takedown at one point. I tried to get get pretty ugly in there uh, early. I think Logan might try some things. I don't, I don't know if they put those same restrictions on him that they did like, you know, to uh, Conor McGregor and all that. He he might go go try to throw Floyd to the ground or something, something stupid like that. I could see that. If I were him, I'd probably be looking to do that. If I if I thought the fight was going my way, it's like all right. Well, at least I'll have this moment, so I can talk about this. You know what I mean? He's a YouTube guy. He's gonna look to grab some kind of attention, some headline from this. Like remember the time I landed a shot on Floyd, or the time I threw Floyd on the ground, or all these things. He's gonna look to grab something like that. But I expect Floyd to put the pressure on him, put his hands up, let Logan work on his arms. Logan's gonna fall. The part like the is gonna like where Logan's gonna fall apart. and I see in the KSI fight, and it's not gonna change. Not enough time to change it, right? is going backwards he falls apart because it's so hard to fight going backwards it's like a really hard skill and going forward is not so great either but you know it's a little easier to get your momentum going forward but when you're going backwards and gaining momentum, knowing the position your legs to be able to spring forward and a guy putting pressure on you and you start falling apart that's what's going to happen here Floyd's just going to put his guard up whenever he decides to stop messing with him he's going to put his guard up Logan's going to move back try to jab and Floyd just going to like move under, hit him with one body shot, hit him to the head. I think, honestly, Floyd's going to hit him to the head a lot because I think he's just going to look to bust up his face. I think that's how the stoppage is going to come. It's just going to be a cut-up face, especially with Towns gloves. And Floyd's just going to put shots on, and I expect around the fourth round that Floyd's just putting on the too many shots that they're just going to have to say, hey, enough's enough. You know what I mean? These guys taking a beating. Now, I don't think Floyd, with the side difference, could knock him out in the first round. I don't, I don't think so. I think he could put a beating on him, but not, I don't think he put him out in the first round. But I think the risk here though, man, if Logan, say the size is a big thing and he hits Logan Floyd and Floyd's blocks, but he's still feeling the shots. I don't expect that, but I'm just saying like, who, who's to say, you know what I mean? Who's to say, but that happens. Why the way I'm betting this week is because if that happens, boxing is dead. I'm going to say it. Boxing is dead. It'd be a real hard sport to defend. And I know because I have idiot friends who have to defend the sport to all the time, and probably they're probably screwing with me. But it doesn't matter. I still have to do it, and this is probably how every person is thinking—the general audience. That's what people don't think of. They think of boxing fans, arguing with boxing fans. It's not boxing fans; it's the general audience you have to argue with. That's what keeps the sport alive. I expect Floyd to win this. I'm gonna say stoppage TKO, fourth round, just too much excessive damage to the face. On the undercard, we got Jared Hurd. Versus Luis Arias, and like I said, Luis Arias is a bigger underdog in this fight than, than Logan Paul, which is ridiculous. But that's that's the way it is. That's <laughs> that's the way it is. And you got Jared Hurd; he's coming off of um, well, he got knocked out, but he got stopped by Julian Williams. Then he had a fight, and he started off very like it uh, was it was a, a lackluster performance, honestly, by him. He did, he, he fought a, a much lesser opponent than him, but he he kind of had to struggle through it and Luis Arias who has every big fight he's ever had he's lost but he's always game he's always looking ready to go he's confident in his style that's like an important thing is like do you know your style and I feel like Jared Hurd's going into this fight not really truly knowing what his style is anymore because Jared hurt, when in his at his best at his peak he was a pressure fighter of all pressure fighters he's big long and can hit shots with very minimal space to get a lot of power he has very heavy hands right he has bricks for hands but then he started getting worried about getting hit so much and when that happens the mentality that he needs for his style is to not have that fear just a, a destroy mentality but he he got out of that and he was like more like i need to be a little more defensive once he did that it kind of ruined him and in this fight if he's going to come out here like he tried to do last fight be more defensive it's not going to work because he doesn't have that that's not the way he fights and to try to learn that it's not it's just not it's like restarting to learn how to box again it's, to exactly what like when people say like they go to a no trainer the trainer's like i'm gonna teach him how to be defensive now and he never was that now you could work on certain things but he's not going to be a defensive fighter now okay is not going to be Floyd right and Floyd's not going to be a Trogotti. it's just not going to happen this is it's two different things of a, everything that's built in a person that's their mentality it's all it's going down in the ring so Jared Hurt I think is going to start this fight right trying to be more defensive I don't think it's going to work because it didn't work last time. And I think Luis Arias is going to p- apply pressure. He's probably going to take a lot of early rounds. And then Jared Hurd's going to have to work his way back into the momentum of the fight of being aggressive. And that's going to take a few rounds. So this could be a point where Lu- Jared Hurd's going to be down a few rounds in this fight. Now, Luis Arias' style just happens to benefit Jen- Jared Hurd on what Jared Hurd does best, right? So Jared's not going to have to chase him. He's just going to have to get back in the rhythm of the fight. So around the fifth to sixth round, this fight's going to turn in Jared Hurd's favor. Right, and then Jared Hurd's gonna start putting it on Luis Arias. Now, this is a fight at 160, Luis Arias has fought at 160 before. Jared Hurd's first time, so who knows if the power is gonna carry, right? But I expect Jared Hurd to be better in this style of fight than Luis Arias is. And I think once Jared Hurd gets the rhythm going, gets back to his old mentality, right. It's going, to be a, it's going to be a harder fight than he thought. It's going to be a little more beat up than he thought. But I think he's going to be able to squeak out a decision in this fight. But it's going to be a tough fight. And by the time he turns it around, let's just hope he turns it around enough. Because if he comes to try to be all that defensive style again, it's going to fall apart. And then he's going to get frustrated and he's going to have to put it on Luis Arias. I think this will going to be a lot better fight than people are thinking right and I think that uh don't be surprised Jared Hurd in these type of fights so you notice on the guys the undercard I've seen it a few times now on these like youtuber cards or just like the thriller cards the fighters don't always show up 100% in shape they don't take the fights too seriously for some reason it's just the mood of the van and everything and probably the fastness of like how they put the card together don't be surprised Jared Hurd's not in shape for this fight and don't be surprised Luis Hurd Luis Arias is putting it on him and it's it's gonna be a drag out fight. That's what I expect on this fight. Jared Hurd, when he's at his best with the right mentality and the right style, I think he's pretty hard to beat. Right? Even though Julian Williams beat him with that style, but I just think he's a really tough guy. And he's really hard to beat. This is 160 pounds. This is a style that he's still not. You know, we don't know where we're getting with him. He's coming off a little layoff. Luis Arias is fought at this weight, he's fought top guys at this weight, and I think he's confident when he knows what he's doing. He's not going to question himself what he's doing. He knows what he's doing. I expect Jared Hurd to win this fight decision. Um Arius, though, the counter is Arius just starts off strong. Jared Hurd doesn't start off with a style that he usually fights in, and Arius just takes too big of a lead and survives late to the late run of uh, Jared Hurd. Um, like I said, Hurd first fight at 160, uh, oh, this is another thing I was curious. Is are all the contenders we had at 154? 154, 154 was stacked. Now we had... um, Now we have it all... It seems like all the contenders are going away. Well, Jared Hurd moving to 160, right? But he hasn't looked the same since. And he wants to go back to 154. This is going to tell us a lot on this fight. Right? What Jared Hurd we have left. You have... um, um, Julian Williams, who got stopped, right? By Rosario. And he's going to have a fight coming up. Uh, but let's see what he has left. You know, what? what is he anymore? He had, uh, what can I think of his name right now? Oh, so frustrating. Wait one second. Who, fought, who just fought Charlo? Why can't I? Wait one second. I apologize. Just seeing you know, sometimes people's names just blank in their head. I, I, I can't explain it. I see Jermel Charlo. And people also looked up. Tony Harrison. Tony Harrison just fought to a draw with Pirella And he didn't look necessarily... Like that, good in that fight. Like he looked like he was struggling in that fight. Honestly, I don't think he won the fight personally. So, are we losing all this 154 that was stacked? So, this happens sometimes. Like, finally, one guy rises at to the top, and then everybody else just disappears, and they like just all we miss it. So, I wonder at 154 if that's what we're seeing. Um, if let's see if Herd, you know, what's the style he comes out with? Let's see if he can get back the mentality he once had. Does Herd's power carry at this weight? Uh, and this this is this the best fight in the card, which I believe it is. It's the best fight in the card. If with with pa- especially with Pascal testing positive, being super juiced, um, yeah, it's the best fight in the card. There's no doubt about it. No doubt about it. I'm actually really excited for this fight. I want to see what Jared Heard looks like. I want to see if he's in a situation where he's going to have to grind through it. Um, okay, then you got a UFC on. Uh, so remember that fight's on Sunday. Floyd Mayweather's on Sunday. Saturday you have roads and Strike versus Sakai, and. um this is gonna be, you know, it's not like not nothing like I'm excited about. Uh has lost the headlines for for a few weeks now, on, to boxing. Um, I think it's gonna come back as Connor has a uh, easy coming, so it'll get it back. But this fight, like this, is one of those fights that's it's probably gonna be better than what we're thinking. But it's not an excited like get you excited before the fight type fight. But what I see with Roll the Strike is he's the same guy. He's he's looking to stand up. He's stiff. He's straight up. He has power though. He's aggressive, and he can hit. And he's confident in his timing. Like he he knows what he's he knows what he wants to do in there. But he makes those mistakes. He pulls back. His chin's up. Uh, he gets wild when you get hurt. Like he runs after. He just gets wild and loses everything that he has the skill wise. But he, like his kicks don't take much. Uh, they come from all the same spots, so it's kind of hard to read his punches and kicks and what's coming. Sakai is more of a you know he's he's very loose. He's. Uh, he fights good like in, in the beginnings his distance is good like that but it's kind of like when you're new to um i'm not saying he's new to it but like a lot of times when you're new to like boxing right or guys do this like they're good like the first round they're like oh everything's sharp and then as he goes around he gets a little tired everything starts getting sloppy his style his technique everything just starts falling apart it's like i kind of like that he kind of falls apart with the style his technique he starts falling in he starts pulling straight back you know early on he keeps a good distance like i expect early on in this fight for him to be a pretty effective with his hands and then it slowly turns like a boxing kickboxing fight and i think rosen strike's just gonna start teeing off on him and when he falls in rosen strike's gonna hit powerful shots and eventually land a big shot to end the fight and i expect Rose strike second round ko because of all the mistakes where sakai just starts losing himself i do think that sakai's strategy should probably be to look for a takedown in this fight i think that maybe box early but you know once rosen strike's over strikes i guess get a takedown look for a takedown see if you can keep him on the ground because that's rosen strikes you know a huge flaw to his game the counter would be that rosen uh <sighs> rosen strikes reacts, loses him to, uh, oh okay rosen is coming off loss right he's coming off a loss to gain he also lost to nagano um is he gonna be like He's gonna have confidence. He's gonna be gun shy. If he's gun shy and he gets into like a thinking boxing match, I think Sakai has a good chance in that because Sakai's like loose his punches and everything like that. If Rose Strike's not as aggressive as he once was, he's a, you know a little bit hesitation. Sakai could win that fight, right? And I think he, should, I think still should be looking for a takedown. But that's the thing is like Rose Strike gonna be the Rose Strike that we've been seeing? Is it gonna be as confident? Is he gonna be as aggressive? We're gonna see that. Uh... Let's see, um, this will be the biggest win for uh, Sakai, and, uh, yeah, this will be a top 10 chance for Sakai if he beats Rolling Strike, because Rolling Strike is low top 10, but he's top 10, Sakai would replace him on that if he gets top 10, so, you know, that's the way you work your way up in the UFC, the rankings actually legitimately do work, um, on the undercard, the only fight I really, uh, scouted out, because, uh, Luke Thomas said that Miguel, Baeza, which I imagine that's how you say his name, is a prospect to watch, and you got Santiago Bonzini, Sancibio? Ponzibbio? I have no idea how to say that name, and that I don't. I, I hate. I don't even know why everyone should just shorten their name to something that. You know what they should have it? Like the dictionary. That's the ESPN. That's my thing on them. The MMA and boxing, right? Have it like the dictionary where they break it down. They tell you how to read the word. Everything should be broken down like that. I'd rather read a book where it's just broken down like this is exactly how you read that word. And they would be like, well, Ezra, you're an idiot. Maybe, right? But I think that a lot of people are idiots. And we should have all the words broken out exactly how they do in the dictionary where it's like this is how you say this word. Because it's hard to screw. You can't screw that up. But I can screw this up. Ponzebio, Something like that. Santiago Panzibio, which is a, he's a pretty good fighter, he's coming off, he came off a long layoff, right, where he was injured, he fought Jing Lang, and Zileng, and he got KO'd, he got slept, because he f- looked rusty, he didn't have his exact timing down, his distance down, what he usually has, and he, he couldn't figure out his offense, he couldn't get anything going, and he makes mistakes, but they were more excessive, they were more, um, you could see him they stood out more when he came out with the ring rust right he pulled out pulled straight back with his chin up he does all the time he's a wide guard uh he gets stuck in front of you he does all these things but i think a lot of it had to do with the ring rust right and that does a ring rust is a real thing right i just don't think that the part where i get negative about it is when it's a main event and i have to watch you get out the ring rust against an opponent that has no chance of winning i don't care about that do that in undercard give me a actual legit main event now we go to miguel baeza who you know is a prospect 10 and 0 uh he's calm in there his timing's good he's got a he's got a, d- a decent defense like when he backs up his guard is strong a lot of people th- like assume you can't block with your hands in the UFC and they end up doing like a wide stand no he has a close like a close guard to block shots pretty good he will look takedown uh he has a looping right hand he does this thing where it's like a like a, almost like basketball like uh you know who does his masvidal too he does like a little hesitation with his legs right to throw you off to maybe he's looking for a leg kick maybe he's looking for a takedown or uh overhand right you don't know he does this he does like a little two-step almost like in soccer really you know where they're gonna get the ball and they do a little hesitation then go left or right he does that and he waits for you to put your guard up so whether you're going to block the leg or put your high guard up so you go to the body or if you go low to protect the body goes to the head and it's, it's pretty effective right honestly and you could time it though like if he came in and he does that and you throw a punch you're probably going to attack him because his legs movement and momentum is all going forward and he's kind of stuck in that position so i'm curious to see if he pulls that out because i've seen him use that he's kind of like using the same uh techniques like if i if i was scouting him right and I had to fight him i think i would kind of understand what he's going to bring to the table but he's still super effective he's super calm the timing the distance he has a he usually goes a combo with the overhand right to left hook that's usually his counter too like if you jump in he has an overhand right left hook he pulls a tie clinch in and he goes the knee to the head all the time right away straight knee to the head he looks for a takedown got submissions he's a well-rounded fighter and in stand-up he's very calm that's like really important so i'm predicting that sunday was going to look better in this fight I, I'm i expecting that. He's going to look better. He's going to look more himself, even though he's coming off a loss, but he is coming off a knockout loss. So what is he? What does he have? What's his chin still got? And I think that his style, though, even at its best, is still everything that Baeza kind of wants, right? He kind of wants you to move in on him and let him pick shots. And with santiago pulling straight back the hesitation move probably works honestly because he pulls straight back he's the advisor is going to see that and he's going to see the guard go down he's going to be able to pick his shots i expect him to hurt santiago and when santiago's hurt i expect him to take it to the ground and finish it from the ground he's a well-rounded fighter calm collective and santiago's a little more aggressive a little more hectic but i expect him to be more calmer i expect him to use his jab more i think the first rounds will be a lot of filling out then the hands will get start hands and legs will start flying in the second and i expect Baeza's calm timing and calmness and never being knocked out never you know be, being affected because he's just not going to be afraid of when these things happen where Santiago might have flashbacks of being slept um this will be Baez's big, biggest fight um And let's see how see if Santiago looks better from the surgery, or if he ever recovers from what you know that long layoff. Another thing is Baez is Puerto Rican, which you don't. I don't really see a lot of Puerto Ricans in MMA, so I wanted to give that shout out because that's a market that's kind of untapped. So let's get to it. Fake money, real bets. It's short and sweet this week. Mayweather. I'm at 1.4 million. I lost all my bets last week. I went um. I, I misplaced the the thing. I lost 200 grand last week, okay? Just know that. I lost 200 grand last week uh and now I'm at 1.4 million. I'm betting everything on Mayweather. The odds are minus 900, and that's win 140k. Now, the way this works is there's not going to be judges. So, if there's no judges, no winner declared right officially, right? Then it's just a voided thing. So, basically, Mayweather either knocks him out or it goes to the decision and nothing happens, so I feel like I'm at no risk here, so I'm going to go with Mayweather to stop the fight at one point in these eight rounds, because I don't think uh, I don't think Logan's going to land a shot to knock out Mayweather, I'm, I'm going to say it, so it's, I think it's free 140k off my 1.4 million, I'm betting it all, if I lose this, I'm done with the podcast anyways, I'll have one more just to tell you so long, and then don't need to do this anymore, but I'm going to put it all in there, because I think I'm going to walk away with 1. 1.4, 140k free money, this has been The Mouthpiece, thank you for listening.